Hello, and welcome to another episode of Empowered Way. Today, I want to talk about language. We take words for granted, but when you start to look at the etymology of a word, it contains hidden meanings. For example, the word wealth is a word we banter about. I want to be wealthy. The wealthy have too much money. The wealthy need to pay more taxes. All of that indicates that we have narrowed the definition of wealth to the amount in your bank balance. But would it surprise you to learn that the word actually comes from an old English word, wheel, W-E-A-L, and the meaning of wheel is much broader than what we give the meaning to today's wealth or wealthy. Back in old England, wheel meant well-being. Think about that. If wealth means well-being, how much more does that resonate with you? It's not just your bank balance. It's also your mental well-being, your physical well-being, your emotional well-being, and your spiritual well-being. All those aspects of your life can be wealthy when you see wealth and use the word wealth in this way. So learning the etymology of the word wealth got me started on really thinking about using language correctly and precisely. And the way you remember to do that is to look up why that thing is called that thing. For example, do you know what a Hobson's choice is? Well, (laughs) I had forgotten what that meant until I researched it in preparation for this podcast and the article, the blog that I wrote. There was a guy back in the 17th century England named Thomas Hobson, and he would rent out his horses. But he wanted to make sure that one or two of his horses weren't overworked. So he would start with stall one and rent that horse out and then go to stall two, three, and four, and then come back to stall one. Very orderly, very systematic. He didn't tell his customers that. So when his customers came to rent a horse, he said, okay, take stall, take the horse in stall number four. He didn't give the customers a choice. And that is what Hobson's choice means. It means it looks like you have a choice, but you really don't. So having told you that story, I bet now you will remember what Hobson's choice is. And let me know in the comments if that helped you kind of give a context to what that phrase or those words were trying to convey. So another way to remember context is to be sure that you use the correct word in the correct situation. For example, I see this all the time on the internet. People will use the word there, T-H-E-R-E, when they mean there, T-H-E-I-R. And don't you catch that too? And when you see that, it makes you kind of wonder about the quality of the writing or if the writer was paying attention. 
That's just one example. Another example is the word new, K-N-E-W, and new, N-E-W. Two totally different words, two totally different meanings, but sometimes you'll see them misused. And again, that reflects back on the writer. So be careful in your word choice. And if you're not sure which word is correct, take a minute and look it up. We live in the information age. There is absolutely no reason someone should be using a word incorrectly unless they just don't care. And I know that's not you. Empowered wayers know the importance of language. They know the importance of words. And you know that I'll be listening. (laughs) So anyway, thank you so much for being here. Please share examples of homonyms or stories behind words. I just find that fascinating. And I would love to hear what you think. So be well. Thank you. Ta-ta for now.